0: Dan, you can come in a little bit. Can I? That's the real question. Or you you can actually probably go back a bit. Probably go back, sort of sneak in next to us there. If you just sort of sit on the other side of the door, (laughs) and then fuck off over a rainbow... (laughs) Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time On Our Hands podcast. We're going to do something slightly different this week. We're going to talk about... What's we're that, we're always doing something slightly different. <laughs> I'm, re- I'm reacting in real time. Oh, okay, sorry, I ruined that, didn't I? i oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> what on earth are you doing? Well, we're going to talk about Mass Effect this week. Uh, I'm Dan, by the way. We've this literally is, never fucking done that. We've never mentioned Mass <laughs> Effect. No. Um, I'm scared. Are you? Yeah, this mm. is uncharted territory. It is. Which... Is pretty much what Mass Effect Andromeda is all about, actually. Oh. About it, seamless segue. So I was going to leave. that. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think that's it. I think we're going to leave it there. Oh, this is Russ, by the way, so Hello. This is Tom. Hello. This is Dan. Hello. Hi. Yeah, yeah. I just said hi. Shouldn't yeah. I really? There, didn't say hi? So yeah, Mass Effect. Mm. We've got we're, we're kind of going off book here because uh, we have nothing to, no guidance here. We're in uncharted territory, as Russ has already said. Yes. Except, you know, we've just retread that territory, I suppose, kind of yes. clumsily. And we're off to a seamless too mm. much time on our oh, podcast. Fuck, oh, right, okay, yeah, so <laughs> well, how do we want to get into this, then? So Andromeda is out tomorrow? It'll probably be out by the time people like, are listening to the podcast. Retail out. It's out on Thursday. Amazon says my one's coming on Thursday morning. Yeah, Thursday morning's when it comes out. Yeah. So it will be out, when podcast will be up Thursday, so I'd imagine mm-hmm. it'll be out Thursday, yeah. It's either out, or it's out tomorrow is the point. Yeah. Uh, and there's a good chance you'd have probably played it on EA Access already anyway. Yes, the first ten hours are free. Mm-hmm. Which I have already played. I've played four hours of it. So you're technically more qualified than either of us to talk about Mass Effect Andromeda. Yes, because I've played it. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's great. Uh, it's getting lukewarm lo- reviews. It's getting sevens, eights, which is good, but not what we're used to in terms of Mass Effect, I suppose, really. Yeah, but I think like... <laughs> There's a lot of expectation on this, mm. and you know, there's always there's always quite a bit of sort of bugginess, and it sounds like it needs to be patched quite significantly. They've already patched something they said they weren't going to patch, which is apparently they've updated at least on PC the face of the sister uh, Sarah Ryder, mm. um, and apparently mm. they've made her look a lot more like the voice actor. So, I think they might have experimented with trying to. With, with a different look, maybe, and then they've changed their mind and just gone straight for. We'll make it look like the voice actor, pretty much. So, what's a bit dodgy? When they, when animators and artists just try and create a character from scratch, they mm. always look fucking surreal. So, it's, it's, it's always much more convincing when they're based off a real face. Yes. I think also we need to take into account the fact that Mass Effect has always been pretty buggy in terms of the animation stakes. Yeah, and to be honest, the the character models have never looked all that convincing. It's not really what you play Mass Effect for. To <laughs> be honest, though, I mean the 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 sheer scope of the games, the sheer amount of things in there. Mm. There's, I mean, you know, look at it, look at a game the size of Skyrim. There's bound to be things mm. that aren't quite right. Yeah. yeah. But actually, I think that. you know, aim high, ambition is good. You know, they've they've got a they've got a legacy to contend with, which I guess is the problem that games like Halo Four had. Which was, you you have this legacy of three perfect games before, and they are pretty perfect. The first one is more classic RPG with all the item stats. Number two focused entirely on well developed characters and a linear story progression. Mm. Number three focused on almost, I think, it tried to focus on too much. But actually, the 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 scale of Mass Effect 3 was incredible. It It did feel like this wasn't even just sort of. World-altering events—it mm. was like galaxy-level yeah. shit going down. Yes, and it, it did sort of convincingly have that yeah. level. That sort and of, and the Reapers state. were 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 quite um, quite aptly a sort of a galaxy-threatening mm. Mm. image in themselves. Those <clears throat> huge cuttlefish-like, um, you know, as it turned out—spoilers if you haven't played much of them—it <laughs> turns out that the Reapers are entire species. Melted down and turned into smart metal, mm. yeah. which then becomes the Reaper. And, yeah, I mean, I love that. Sovereign from the first game. I just... Oh, incredible. Yes. yes. just, when you first encounter him, when you land on Eden Prime, and you're walking down with um, with Caden and unnamed red shirt, whatever his name was, um, and you see Sovereign taking off. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You just there was that moment of like what the fuck is that, and then you see like, Sarah good, flying around in him. It's like, a third of the game as well. Like it's just a cool ship, <clears throat> and then there's that you sort of have they have like a conversation with it. don't yeah. you? like, you're there's, are you on Vermeer or somewhere? It's Vermeer. Yeah, yeah. And like the hologram comes on Yeah, and they're like that's that ship, and then he starts, yeah, talking to you. You will your your was it your species will end because we demand it.
1: Hmm.
0: And they, the the Citadel being the centerpiece of the entire three games pretty much and then turning out that it is vitally important mm. for the for, for galaxy saving reasons pretty mm. much which is fantastic just yeah Mass Effect 3 really does that a good job of that whole we're at war here and you're in charge of an mm. army that, that you need to it, it's now or never and you need to band down the hatches basically Absolutely, and you're in charge of trying to keep the factions within themselves from killing each other as it is the funny thing is it it did something else as well. In the original game, when you uh, encounter the AI on Ilos oh. that tells you about the Reapers, about their fifty thousand year cycle, and every time they come back, just as you know, uh, life evolves to the point of technological um, uh, technological knowledge that they, the Reapers demand, mm. um, is that it? You know, you find out from him that it took hundreds of years for the. For the proteins to be wiped out, that mm. the Reapers methodically <clears throat> shut down all the mass relays and took their time, ex- you know, basically ensuring the extinction of all life, and mm. they just slowly but surely destroyed, every, you know, raised every planet, and mm. and you think, well, the cycle's begun. Yeah. The Reapers in Mass Effect Three, this is a, a, a several hundred-year process. They're beginning now, and yet, you know. The, you feel like the galaxy is beginning to collapse yeah. a lot faster this time because they come in they've come in from dark space. They're not they don't all just appear at the at the system like the original plan for their psych, extinction cycle is. Yeah. They just appear yeah. over Earth, I think it is yeah. at the first, isn't it? Well, it's the, start then, the start of the game is over Earth, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's almost like the Reapers' tactics have changed, that they've they they go after the like the homeworlds of the Turians, they go after the homeworlds of the Asari, they go after the Earth. Mm. And it's almost like they kind of start. They do. They're doing things in a different way. They're not just methodically closing down sections of the galaxy and then arriving. Mm. You know, they become this. They, it's almost like the reapers are panicking a little. I feel. In well, I suppose period. in in the second one they've got reason. They be, becomes reason to panic. Mm. And then the third one really feels like the end of a party. It feels like the parties you go to when you're 18, 19 year old, Mm. it's five o'clock, six in the morning and everyone else is asleep and you're just looking at the wreckage basically and realizing you've got to tidy up and some point you are going to have to rally everyone to tidy up the house and remove the rude words from the fridge magnets Uh, and, uh, and all those little things. That's really a one person job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's not too difficult. You could probably give that to to any volus. probably. That's, that's probably the way for it. Nice. But, um, We've once gone to say, Dan the big wanky sucks my veal cops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Slightly misspelled. I'm no, ha- proud of that. <laughs> the problem with a lack of vowels is there's only so much you can do, I suppose. Yeah. But uh, but it has that real feel that it's it's be- the end has begun. You're right. All the Mass Effect 3. From the start, it's like, yeah. they're in business. They're here. They are, they are attempting to destroy Earth, and they're doing a pretty fucking good job of it. Yes. So now it's time to get the hell out of Dodge. Re regroup and get back into the fight, basically. Mm. And it, its I think it's also probably because in Mass Effect 2, the Reapers are, uh, well, they're, they're not there.
1: Mm. Yeah, they they're, are out of it, yeah, pretty, yeah.
0: pretty much. Aren't they? Apart from the, spoiler, mm. uh, the human Reaper sort of embryo that you find mm. and then end up having that fight against. Yeah, the Reapers don't really get involved. I mean, Harbinger is yeah. there, but he's controlling the Collector Prime, Um who you know stuff. taking direct control? Yes, yeah. yeah. But you don't really realise what's going on. Yeah. No, well. no, no, you don't. <laughs> sorry, I've got a little bit of a cold, that's why I keep wiping my nose. Um, <laughs> voiceless camera. <laughs> I'm getting a little bit. Oh no, I'm fine. I'll just use my T-shirt. So, nice. what I would say I like about Mass Effect Andromeda. So oh far. yeah, sorry, that's yes. Is I think this is though how it's going to be, isn't it? We're mm. going to suddenly hit on something and then start getting all wanky about the other games and then... Yeah. 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 So I like how they've got around the initial problem of the ending of Mass Effect 3. Okay. Which would cause problems. So it's 600 years in the future, but they set off before... Yeah. Before Mass Effect 3 happened. This was like a, a way to avoid extinction was yeah. they set off the arcs into wherever Andromeda galaxy. And there's stories that you find by talking to people as well, like... So why well, the Nagorians, for example, that kind of thing. And it's really fun the way they've linked it together. Why are the Nagorians? Because they were a part of the fleet, aren't they, still? So the migrant fleet? Yeah. so they couldn't get it together to send a fleet to, to or part of the fleet to uh, Andromeda, from what I understand. So does anyone in this one, does anyone talk about what happened at the end of Mass Effect 3? No, because no one knows. Yeah, because it's six hundred years in the future, but they've been in cryosleep for the whole time. Does anyone mention Shepherd? Oh, they must do because they're. They, might they all do yeah, at some yeah. point. I haven't had it yet. I've heard Liara has been mentioned so far. Okay. Um, as Liara Sony, yep. the Asari uh, scientist you meet in the first okay. game, as um, possible love interest. Possible death. Four fem, all male. She. She was my love interest in the first one. Yes, mine too. Yeah. And she then was, I went. She back, was everybody's there. because it was the opposite blue babies. unless you didn't kill Ashley Ashley was a love interest she? yes but she's a space racist she is <laughs> 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 it just kind of cuts in so I'm going whoa there <laughs> yeah, whoa Jesus calm down I was thinking let's have a fondue and a dance <laughs> not, yeah, you know. it turns out she's the sort that's like you see it pop up on Facebook <laughs> Jesus Ashley <actually. laughs> Britain first kind come on i not cool yeah. um, but there's um, there's even like a Citadel like Craft, basically, mm. but what I like about it is that to me yeah. sounds just a tiny bit contrived. Everyone loves the citadel, so we've got to have something like the citadel. Okay, but when you get on it, everything's gone to shit, is the it? Really? So it's not like you get to the citadel and everyone's. I really thought we were going to say there's blue boobies everywhere. Nah, no, because no, everything's That's gone to shit. shit. <laughs> the Krogans. You get to the citadel, it's basically it's like a shopping mall in yeah, the space. And it's not like that at all. There's hardly anyone on the citadel for starters. None of the Pathfinders found their way. Something's happened to a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to get too much away because I, I think you should, guys should enjoy it. But then there's like problems with the Krogans not getting on with the Solarians, for example, as well. And so all the Krogans left, bar one of them. And them being really low on supply. So when your Pathfinder turns up, it's really good news because it means that yeah. basically they get to this, they get to where they're going which name escapes me. it must be Andromeda I suppose mm, yeah. and um, everything's gone to shit like nothing has turned out the way they thought it would turn out and it's your job much like in the other Mass Effect games to to solve this problem Mass Effect is all about solving it. video games are all about solving a problem I suppose. and endorsing shops and endorsing shops is yeah. very important there's none of that there's none of that this is very much feels somewhere between Battlestar Galactica and um, Mass Effect so, but it still feels like Mass Effect. You still get to know your crew members, um, and I haven't even got to PB yet, which is the one that we've seen in all the adverts. Mm. Um, and you, you get to know them. They've each got their own characteristics. They've each got their own personalities. You've got a new bad guy who uh, me and Sarah were discussing that the, the main guy from the new bad guy. He goes, he's kind of sweet looking. <laughs> he does look, and there's a, there's a bit where he's mimicking something a human does. It just goes like that, and um he does, he's got, humans like, humans be doing <laughs> Don't worry So he does this And there's a human Because there's a human That did something Don't give it away too much And he's just got this Really sweet face And just does this Like that as well And I'm like Aww, Aww. He's going to try And kill us all <laughs> And they're called The Ket as well So I'd imagine 18, 19 year olds Will fucking love that Yeah But um, it's 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 good so far And it, it mm-hmm. just feels Like Mass Effect I do not give a fuck About facial animation Personally no, I don't really care about that sort yeah. of thing, especially in a game of that sort of scope. So in something like, um, in like a Call of Duty, where you may as well just be walking down one corridor. Yes. Yeah. Then you know you expect that every mote of dust on every leaf is rendered to absolute perfection mm, because yeah. there's nothing outside of this little corridor that you're walking down. So you may as well enjoy walking down it. But something as expansive as a Mass Effect, you know, it's going to be a little bit less than pixel perfect. But it feels, it, it's got a real feel, it's, this obvious influences by Balthasar Galactica and Firefly, let me mm. put it that way. Because it feels like the Wild West. It's, it's like, I, I've only been down to one planet so far. and But it's, it's like frontier from, exploration. Yeah, exactly. Like you're, yeah. you're a pioneer. And I, I needed to get into a room, but there was like a scrap merchant, a guy who'd broken off and decided to make his own way in the world by collecting uh, supplies from, um, from failed um planetary attempts at uh settlement. And I'm trying to get into the room and he's like, but that means the bad guys will come, the cat will come. Mm. I'm like, yeah, but we'll protect you. He goes, You sure? Yeah. Because, okay. And he's in this room and you're talking to him through a door. But it just it just feels like So are there like other humans there already when you get there? Yeah, you're not the only ship. Right. Is the point. So it's like this massive initiative to send the bravest and the boldest to to go and try and find I'd imagine at the end of Mass Effect Two, you're kind of probably thinking, "Shit's about to hit the fan, and we're about to be wiped out as a, as a race, basically." Because you're yeah. well aware the Reapers are gun- coming. But they didn't ask Shepard to go. They didn't ask Shepard to go because they need him, I'd imagine, to lead the effort. Her, F- Shepard's a, a woman. Or him or her? Um, that's not worked out well, has it? Um, it's worked out pretty well for you. Yeah. Um, or yeah, him or her because to, to, they need to lead lead the um, the armies, I suppose. Yeah. And it's quite cool as well, you've gone from the N7, even Shepherd is like a, is a cool name. They must have been ages trying to come up with a cool surname. Yeah, but you ended up with Ryder. Ryder's cool! No, it's the name of one of the Paw Patrol. How <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Ready for action, Ryder, sir. <laughs> he's, no, he's the dude in charge of the Paw Patrol. He's the guy enslaving the pups. The child? Yeah, the child. Yeah. Who, for some reason, has immense funding. Yeah. Built that's that lookout tower. G- gave those pups that technology. Built them all of their vehicles. It does sound a lot like Mass Effect. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it does, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> but um, the shooting mechanics are great in this film. Is it good? Mm. It feels so much better than... Well, it feels better than the first one, and that's the thing as well. The first one, the first Mass spec wasn't a perfect game by any stretch of imagination. The fa- no. If you go back to the first one now, it's quite frustrating mm. in a lot of ways. Yes. the the combat is, you keep pausing in the middle of combat to change to switch things. Mm. Uh, managing your inventory and your loadout was ridiculous. It was mm. so opaque. You, it was so, you, you may as well have just been in Excel. <laughs> it was yeah. quite annoying. That was a good one. That pleased me. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, yeah, driving around in your little your little buggy was a bit crap. Well, you get the buggy back. There were still some yeah. really good moments in the first one. Mm. haven't at the buggy yet. Yeah. Let's we'll say I've only, I've only played it for What three. was it called? The Mako. 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 Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Mako. Which did sound for something cool, but is still a shit name.
1: Mm.
0: I mean, the suspension of the Mako was, I mean, overreactive, Not wasn't it? <laughs> really obeying the laws <laughs> of physics very much. <laughs> yeah. Well they get it's that, a very like... Great like um I think the, the, the first one just had quite a bunch of moments that were sort of just random and didn't mm. really contribute to the story. Like, the, yeah. like is that there's is that one where you go to that planet where that weird plant thing has infected everybody's mind. Oh yeah, the Thorian. To... That's right towards the end thing. as well, isn't but you need it? to yeah. get the cipher from the Thorian mm. so you can decipher the um Prothean Beacon's message. Yeah. it doesn't really have anything to do with the plot. It's quite it a like really... sort of it's like a bit of an X Files thing to have happened. Mm. It's also like it's a research and station and everyone's gone insane and started killing each other. It's also a really frustrating um, set of missions, anyway, because you end up fighting endless scores of husks. Yes. Or yeah. Thorian thralls, as they, they're called in these worlds, but they're basically just reskinned husks. Yeah. And tons of Asari commando clones, which are fucking pain in the arse to kill. Mm. And it is just a real slog, and eventually you finish it and you're like, I really could have. Just done with going to get the cypher from someone else. Not this big plant. Mass Effect 1 definitely felt like a video game. That's what I think. I know that sounds really stupid. I think we said it... I think, well, you said it in the car. Mm -hmm. The thing that Mass Effect did was it laid down a gauntlet and said, this is a new universe. Yeah. And it's actually pretty good. Yeah. And it's actually very well fleshed out. And it's got the beautiful blend of sci-fi that that Star Wars epitomised the kind of used universe, mm. it looked lived in, Yeah, right from the start it looked convincing mm. and it was um, kind of a juxtaposition of the clean Imperial ships mm. Mm. the gritty Rebellion, the Imperial ships and Mass Effect has that, it's got the gleaming Citadel, yeah, which has its seedy bits, and it's got the collapsing colonies, and it's got the horrible dusty planets like uh, Tachanka, you know, it just was all it just works. It just feels kind of believable, I think, because the people who are going to play this game are sci-fi people who want, want that. Yeah. That's the kind of future I want to yeah, live yeah, in. Yeah, it's, it's got the gangs of mercenaries mm-hmm. as well when you get to the second yeah. one as well. So I want to live in the yeah. Mass Effect universe. I would love to be a human <clears throat> on the Citadel. Mm. Yeah, it's like a sci-fi... I mean, short of getting obliterated by the Reapers, it's yeah. actually a sci-fi universe that you could live in yeah. and probably enjoy yourself. I'd, I'd join the Alliance, I'd see the universe... I'd probably get killed by Threshable quite quickly. <laughs> yeah. I'd be one of those people that died so that there could be a lone survivor at the end who eventually becomes the saviour of the world and universe. Yeah. And, yeah. You'd be one of the people obliterated in the sort of the bit of text when you're setting up <laughs> <Yeah>. your initial <laughs> yeah. character. There's a lot of that as well. There's a lot of exploring in the new one, which is, is good. So you, all I've done is explore offices mostly at the moment. But it's, mm-hmm. it's offices? Like the settlements when they send them down, they're just big cargo crates basically mm-hmm. with... Uh, science based. Sorry, that my that. voice went weird there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it, it retains a lot of the ex- when you get to a settlement, no one really because communications are so poor, no one really knows what's happened in in a lot in a lot of these situations. From what I understand, what I've seen so far, so you get there and you're trying to piece together what's going on, basically. Because yeah, all the, the faster than light communication in Mass Effect is done with sort of there's relays yes. everywhere, aren't there? So there won't be any. Yeah, so they can't. Can you, do you have faster than light? You must have faster than light. Yeah, well. yeah. oh so, yeah, yeah. There's no mass relays, are there? I don't know how they do it though. If there's no none of the relays, you have like there's a faster than light drive mm. on the ships, yeah. and a mass relay. So a mass relay will fire you like halfway across the galaxy mm. in an instant, and then the drivers for flying around. You know, between systems or whatever. Yeah, which you, uh, for some reason, need to refuel at a fuel depot all the time in Mass Effect 2. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, you were talking about faster than light communication. One of my favourite bits of Mass Effect 2 is where Edie mm. explains to you how the quantum entanglement communicator works. <laughs> that they are literally point-to-point. And the way it works is that when... is that both of them create the same quantum particle. And because they are a pairing... You can only have point-to-point, but because that particle exists technically in the same position that this one, wherever it is, exists, any changes that affect this particle, affect this particle too, and by doing that at certain frequencies and certain rates, you can create images and communicate between the two of them. Yeah. It's so cool. (laughs) And it is. is, That's real. I mean, I know, yeah, that's... Which is fairly mental. Yeah. you can't use it in that way yet, but... That's been, it's been demonstrated. It's, at it's, it's so cool. It Doesn't it's so cool. Any sense whatsoever. So, Mass Effect One was the the RPG, wasn't it? Mass Effect One was much more. Yeah, yeah. But the shooting was terrible. It, it was, was functional. Yeah. It was a bit um, to use a word that you used last time, bobbins. It's bobbins. Yeah, I've been using that a lot since. Yeah, a little bit shonky. Yeah, and um, but it had a great story. I think I think Mass Effect story had a really Mass Effect One's story was. We were discovering, you discover everything you saw was you saw for the first time. Yeah. So that you know, and they did like kind of milk it a little bit. Like the first time you come into the citadel, and the score goes all sweeping, and majestic, <laughs> yeah. and you, you spend five minutes like doing dramatic flybys of it before you go into land. It's no less. And everyone on the ship's like, well, "We've been here before. It's no, it's no fucking big deal." It's no less dramatic than the first time you see Rapture in Bioshock, though, oh. which is which is wonderful. But that is yeah. the first time. So your character yeah. was it's not, is it? But in in memory, that's the first time your character's seen it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Spoils. You've all been to the system before. True. Very true. Very cool. Mass Effect 2. I mean, that's my favourite one. Personally. I think it yes. might be my favourite one, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I've started playing it again yeah. uh, because uh, having joined EA Access now... Um, I just you haven't played Andromeda? No, I haven't played it yet. Oh. I just downloaded just all the... Teasing yourself. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I just downloaded all the games and to be honest, out of all three of them I just thought, which one do I want to go with first? I will just download the Genesis... Um, package yeah. so I don't have to play through Mass Effect 1 and just crack on with Mass yeah, Effect yeah. 2 and it's just very nice to to be back in that world yeah, yeah. and meeting Jacob and Miranda and you know I'm looking forward to meeting Grunt and I'm looking forward to meeting um, the Drell whose name I can't think oh, so Thane. Thane, yeah. looking forward to meeting him again All I'm looking everybody fancies f- yeah. yeah he's you just a sexy sexy lizard he's just mysterious it's just the way he speaks he's got that kind of gravelly grasp yeah yeah you know, yeah, it's He's dangerous as well. He is. Yeah, I'm so. looking forward to the mission where you end up joining joining the mercenary group to uh, find Archangel, who turns out to be Garrus. Garris. Garris yeah. is fucking Batman. Yeah, Batman. That that's only totally. a yeah. pretty yeah. cool yeah. entrance. And he yeah. well. turns around, and there's literally that huge, big yeah. tear and bullet yeah. not, holes. Not bought himself a new jumper. Nah, no, 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 woolly jumpers for this man. Just badass. But they turned him into. I was reading today. They turned him into a love interest in Mass Effect 2, mm. didn't they? Because I don't think he was a love interest in Mass Effect 1. He was not. No. He so was a C-Sec turned rogue. Yeah. So in, in Mass Effect 2, they <clears> turned him <throat> into a love interest because of all the fan fiction about yeah. like, Shepard and Garrett. Well, they were quite good at responding to that. Yeah, yeah. In the, in the fir- it was much more limited in the first one. Mm. There was much less gayness. Much, yeah. <laughs> less, much less inter-species getting along. There was, there was a hint of lesbiance. But, uh, yeah, I mean, technically not with an Asari. I suppose... Asaris are... they're not asexual they're not they're not. they are monogendered as essentially females though in the same way that Drell are they were designed that way to please 15 year old boys really and please us they did (laughs) they're not female they just are themselves yeah in the same way that there are no female Drell are there they're all male is the point which one's the Drell Thane you only see one of them, don't you? You see a few. He's got, he's got family members. God knows how that works. But Why are there no female drow? I don't know. They're just, um, they're, they were a response to the Asari, apparently. Oh, right, Okay. So, right. Just sticking on the Asari just for a moment. I can't remember what, whether it's stated or not, but if you are a human male yeah. and you have sex with an a Asari... Yeah then the Asari will be pregnant? I yes. Imagine, yeah, I think that's yeah. how they reproduce, isn't it? Yeah. So but what it will an Asari. But what if you're, you're a woman, because women, female humans, can have sex with an Asari and they can father, mother... In that case, does the... I don't think... I bet if we type that there are going to be some websites that go into extreme detail on this. I don't think an Asari could get a human female pregnant. But I thought... No, I, so I think it's the other way around, isn't it? The Asari... A hu- I think a human male could get an Asari break. Pr- but I think, God, I think, you know, I I think a female can because they don't they don't reproduce by fertilisation. They sort of just decide to have a kid. Don't they, they yeah they they take they meld um, circulatory and neurological systems with their yeah. uh, with their parts. Well, anyone can do it. And I think that certain bits and bobs of that person bits become and bobs. like of that yeah of the person's makeup become you know yeah. a blue baby. Yeah, I, do, I think they, they basically just go, right, I'm having a child now. Yeah. And, and it happens. Yes. Because yeah. they live for a very long time It's called well, isn't though. it? They get those the black eyes, mm. you know, which I, I would find a bit freaky. Mm. Well, to it's do a bit this, like, do not do the black eyes. you eye not thing. do the shark <laughs> eyes. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> can I just put it in your mum? <laughs> <No>, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, no, it would uh, uh, probably work, wouldn't it? I'm pregnant. But but, <laughs> but that doesn't work. Well, doesn't I was reading something today, apparently, that... Um, on your Mass Effect slash <laughs> blog that you've got. <laughs> I've written something today that... Uh, no, I read something today about um, how when they are pregnant, it's yeah. going to be an Asari baby. Like, their genetics. Yeah, there's no, like, there like half-human, half-Asaris. Yeah. Ah,
1: kill me! <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's something that's always... Like, in um, Star Trek, everyone's, really? like, a half-Vulcan or a half-Royal. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that come Harm um, work? No, 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 definitely not. I mean, that's the thing. They they also, I mean, Morden Solis says that uh, having sex with Garrus is technically a a, a difficult thing for mm. Femshep to do because he not only is he sort of a bird like with angular sort of armor plating on his natural skin, he's also dextro amino acid based. He's not mm. proper. It's yeah. not like I could be like allergic to him. So yeah. if she ingests any of his cells, <laughs> I'm uh, cells. I'm currently <laughs> on a, uh, a fan. For <laughs> yeah. Might be a little bit homophobic in places, so I'm trying to dodge the minefield before I give Oh, <gasps> <minute>. Garris fag. <laughs> <laughs> so Isn't the internet wonderful. <laughs> yeah. So from what I understand. Well, also, are you reading this as if it's an authoritative source? Oh yeah, it's a guy with a Tom Brady picture called Randy 1012 Oh <laughs> so, no, Randy 1012 He published something amazing about this he in, did, um, yeah. It was in Nature So this isn't Star Trek where every species is genetically compatible The only species that can produce offspring through mating with a different species is the Asari and even then the non-Asari's DNA isn't, isn't actually used Yeah, they don't reproduce in a DNA replicating way No, so sex is just basically for fun really, for a science. Well, all preparation. Yeah. But then there's no DNA being used from... Uh, enough so on, I, I, enough I... on alien boning. Khan no. Do It, as in K-H-A-N, do it, has said, gonna go some alien porn now as well. Good for him. Huh. Right. Okay. Good for him. Lovely. Well, that's um, eye-opening. Mm. So there are lots of lovely new aliens to to bone in this one. Nope, just the one that I've found so far, and they hate us. So, which is the cat? So, so the rest. <laughs> I've like... tried so many times to be like, I come in peace and then just get shot. I'm like, okay, okay, fine. These are the bad guys. Then I just gonna have to deal with that. There's no option to just go look. Well, now we gone swimmingly from the start. Everything's we're fine. Really much of a game. Were they? No, no. No. It's not an option. You can literally go. I come in peace. Yeah, for the first time you meet them, yeah, and you realise they're just shooting the shit out of all you. <laughs> so, um, but uh, yeah, how? It's quite, that's is <laughs> one of the criticisms so far. I think is that um, there's not really that much alien diversity compared to the second and third one. Where, where the third one there wasn't really any new aliens in the third one, were there? I suppose no. But the third one was all about. Carrying on hmm. stories of the characters you got before. I mean, there's quite a lot of aliens in it. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, if you're not happy with Salarians, Tyrians, Krogans... Tyrians, I already said. Tyrians? Tyrians. Tyrols? Churians. they fuck <laughs> off, was what I was going to say. They could okay, have just, just chucked, you know, 15 more alien species. But it, it, to actually flesh them out, like they, they, all, they all have very distinct... Personalities mm-hmm. and traits, and sort of complex society based backstories to them, all the alien species. And it'd be very difficult to start doing that with a whole bunch more. Ship's called though, innit? Ship's cool. The Tempest, yeah. In the Temp- Tempest. Yeah. Why is it called the Tempest? Yeah, aren't, aren't, aren't all the ships of that class named after cities? Um, for starters, murder. No Secondly, um, yeah. <laughs> Nerd. That's why, did you not read every single codex entry in the first one? No, I did. I was a banging idiot. That's what the Normies call the. D- I'm sure their names are. i was sure as well. While you, well, you were in your room reading the codex, so I was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, drinking margaritas and banging señoritas. <laughs> What, what is actually sadder, sitting in an Xbox reading text or sitting in an Xbox watching an animation of two aliens' bones? That looks like there, the worst sidling More ever. Fiddling <laughs> with your little pickle. Well, that's yes. better than sitting around nerding it. You <laughs> <laughs> total nerd. You fag. Jesus. Oh. <laughs> uh. It's quite a tough wank. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it's really hard. You just. You yeah, just. Out just out yeah. zero zero. In that last two minutes, we've just used every phrase on the internet. So, yeah. well done. Far from it. You um, 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 what um, were we talking about? Oh, uh, Codex, why is it not named after city? Uh, I don't know, is the answer to that question. I'm sure that there's something about like the different classes of ships are named after different things. Well, I'm probably trying to. Is, get is, is your ship about the game? same sort of new size as. I think it's a bit bigger, I think it's a bit bigger is the point. It doesn't have the same kind of bridge, it's got like a three people kind of bridge. Where is the... What class was the Normandy? Oh, SR, mm. Stealth Recon, SR1, wasn't yeah. it? It was, but it, was, it was the only one of that designation. No. So they called it, it the Normandy thing. class. Mm. And the SR2 that is Cerberus is to start with and then is taken by yeah, It's like lines, over, is it? the, is an upgraded and slightly larger version of the original Normandy isn't it mm. but it's basically a it's, it's basically, the same yeah. overall design isn't but it? with the um, upgraded reactor mm. yeah like a reactor core that has that vibration animation the element nice. zero core it doesn't really have much of it has got the pilot seat and a co-pilot seat in Normandy hasn't it but it doesn't really have mm. a cockpit as such you can mm, sort of stand a bit at the end yeah, yeah, was... yeah well that's my joker no but it's but... not it's not like a separate room and you can't you can sort of stand behind him and you can open the sunroof and close mm. the sunroof but this like is, yeah this is a little bit different can you can you open a sunroof <laughs> I'm yeah. sure you can't open the sunroof <laughs> can, there's a there's a button on the ceiling and a, a little panel goes back and there's a window and you can sort of see up it, what in number three or number two Uh well it's definitely I can't remember probably if it was there in two then it should be there in three because it's the same ship Dude, I never saw that. Yeah, it won't even be there in one. You can, like, it's about all you can do to control the ship. It's just like go. A... Oh, Joker, 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 I'm J- practically flying r- <laughs> this thing. <laughs> yeah. Don't know why you're here. Look at my globe. Can you just sit there? <laughs> <laughs> Your legs don't work. <laughs> <laughs> just, cause you're the worst. Come at me, unbreakable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bones um, crumble like Kit Kat. Um, so the Tempest is but he achieves everyone's dream and bones a cyborg. That's true. He does, voiced by Tricia Helfer as well. Yeah. And if you if you finish the third game doing the whole blending cybernetic mm. and organic, um, then he is able to work without breaking his bones. Mm. So he's properly able to bone Edie in that yeah. slinky metal body of hers just give you know, it to her mean, like, everyone's got like weird green tattoos all over yeah like forever. those weird lines and stuff I'll take it so the Tempest is um, the Andromeda Initiative survey ship obviously scout ship used by a Pathfinder team to explore various worlds across the Helix Cluster hope of finding suitable homes for Milky Way colonists nice That's, it doesn't say anything more than the galaxy's rest. got a shit name hasn't it Andromeda mm-hmm. no our galaxy oh our Milky, Milky Way, Way. Well, that's only because well the chocolate bar was named after our galaxy. I don't think it was named. It's still a. I don't it's think still it's still a, a weird name. Named Milky Way because of the bar. No, but either way, it's still a shit name. It is a bit well, of shit. shit. Apart <laughs> cabins are awesome. I haven't got to that bit yet. Look at that. You're not even showing it, alright. That seems slightly luxurious for a scout ship. Look it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's like a five star hotel. Yeah. That's pretty nice. Although it does look like the Ice I will be Hotel be, in yeah. um, uh, uh, the Think place. of all those books you can get back there from banging alien chicks. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve that. Yeah. <laughs> so base. Yeah. You know, it's designed to basic. be small, stealthy and fast, trading off heavy armour. With, with a luxurious cabin for the cab. <laughs> everyone else is in this tiny little cot. Yeah. Of means, so yeah. can we? Uh, your door's just open. It looks like you've got no, no. It's it's tiny. Go back to your bunk. Is, so that, is that an alien chicken ching- in a Bar in there? <laughs> Fucking <laughs> out, sir. Why have you got room for pets? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that a space gerbil? <laughs> <laughs> It's just a gerbil, isn't it? Yeah, it's just a gerbil. It's a gerbil that's <laughs> in space. It's not a space gerbil. But that but that by its very nature is the definition of a, of a space gerbil. <laughs> yeah. A gerbil you in know, space. You'd expect it to have yeah. like a, a little bubble helmet, a space human. Oh, well. I, kind of I like, bet Tim think would demands everyone calls him a space but human. That's fair enough. <laughs> nah, prick. Dude's actually... Yeah. <laughs> Low gravity cunt. <laughs> Just jealous. I know. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I actually love Tim Peake. Oh, because I—I mean, like uh, one of the books we've got, yeah, for for the bear yeah. bear is by uh, Chris Hadfield, mm. and it says by astronaut Chris Hadfield. And like, if I had been into space, <laughs> astronaut would become a permanent part of my name. <laughs> by it's no, i would be spaceman, starchild, or something like that. People think you're a, bit of a prick. People think you're a, bit of a prick if you put astro in front of it as well. Yeah, but they—but but they would if. They knew you were an astronaut. They might think, prick, (coughs) fucking amazing. You could not escape Tim Peaks' face at Heathrow Airport either. Goodbye. I was off the planet, you know. Welcome. I was off the planet, you know. We get it, Tim. I can't the fuck Mate, every up. time I step into a plane, <laughs> yeah, technically I'm off the planet. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> fuck you, I've just done what you've done. <laughs> yeah. He said, do you know what? I watched fucking Moana while I was doing it. What <laughs> he did you do? Yeah. Winging we out wet name, towels in sense. lizard of gravity. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching Transporter 2. Just after this YouTube hit, you dickhead. <laughs> just... <laughs> there, there was, I think, one of the... <laughs> Can't remember which one it was. One of the astronauts tweeted a picture of them watching gravity on the ISS, which is pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yes, Although but... I wouldn't be quite comfortable sleeping after that yeah. if I was on the ISS. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I think they spent most of the time pulling apart the massive scientific inaccuracies in it. What? What's, what's inaccurate about it? Gravity. Yeah. Pretty much everything. Really? Yeah. So the whole the whole thing that causes the problem in the first place could not happen in the way it does. What was it? Uh, so it's like um, a couple of satellites hit each other and then caused this big cloud of debris that was going around the wow, well okay. like, world. Yeah, and it hits the ISS. That could not happen. Everything's on massively different orbits. There's no way it could it could happen like that. Okay. And then the fa- and then they they get out of the ISS and walk to the Chinese space station, which is just like just there. Mm. Complete complete bullshit. There's absolutely no way they could do that. And the bit where. They walk. What Sp- do, you, oh, do you mean? Well, you know, he, space swim. Sort of, yeah, they, they jet across to the other space station. It's like water out there, isn't mm-hmm. it? No way you could do that. It's just like water in space, isn't it? And uh, oh, we're past the no, situational spoilers. Huh? No, I'm The no, thing screen. that kills George Clooney just could not happen. He, he, he like, falls off, but there's nothing There's nothing pulling him. He charmed space to death. That's <laughs> yeah. how he dies in that film. So there's quite a lot Quite bullshit. it's a very good film though. I enjoyed it however so mm. yeah I, I don't know so fuck you astronauts ruining everything I, again I kind of came away from gravity thinking like oh no I didn't realise Sandra Bullock went to space yeah yeah <laughs> you, feel like you thought it was a documentary yeah I thought it was a because <laughs> George Clooney came back and then he wasn't there anymore mm. sorry, so we sorry all had that dream yeah always wanted to come back there's him just standing at the end of my bed wearing a pair of red, sort of yeah. spandex y fronts, holding an espresso mm-hmm. cup. Right? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> razzle dazzle, razzle <laughs> dazzle.
1: Oh fuck! Um, um.
0: Oh, the dream is over. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <Right. laughs> Mass Effect. So Mass Effect does mm-hmm. not have Sandra Bullock in it. <sighs> Doesn't matter. No. Oh, nice. I like Sandra Bullock, by the way. Everyone likes Sandra Bullock. Okay, cool. Oh, Jesus right. Christ. Love Geniality? Yeah. Come on. Um, um, that wouldn't be my go-to Sandra Bullock film. Okay, what would be your go-to Sandra Bullock fucking film? Fucking Speed! While You Were Sleeping. That's on, your Daniel. go-to Sandra Bullock film? Yes. But why? Why? Because it's brilliant. No, no, not the film. Why? No, but I take it when you say... Oh, in, ta- in terms of... Yes, mm-hmm. your go-to then Sandra Then The Bullock Net, film. surely, <laughs> where she's a hacker in a bikini... That is a very bad film. It's, it's a, a terrible really girl, th- film, yeah. It's been a bit of the 90s with people going in movie studios, there's this thing called the internet. Yeah. We should do something about <laughs> yeah. it. Can, Can you hack the internet? and <laughs> everyone to I've, hack i hacked yeah. all the internet. Who's a convincing hacker? Robert Redford. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, a fucking movie. brilliant film, though. <laughs> it's abysmal. It's a brilliant film. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's uh, the bit where the woman is having the date with Stephen Tobolowsky. And mm. he's like having to like record his voice. My voice is my passport. Yeah, please verify. Me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and it's got the blind guy driving. Who's the <laughs> thanks the Who's the baddie in? Is it Ben Kingsley? That's the baddie in. It one? might be. I've, I've got another question. I want to look it up so I don't. Yeah. Well, you can ask us. Who, who, who's, who's in the who's in the team? You got Dan Aykroyd, right? Yeah, he's the one that wants the uh, the burgundy Corvette, isn't yeah. it? Yeah there's the blind guy who wants world peace oh yeah yeah, yeah. there's the kid who drives the car as well who is River Phoenix River Phoenix is it yeah, yeah yeah I can't remember what he wants from them from the government as a reward at the end uh, and there's we just waiting for me person. to say something inappropriate about River Phoenix <laughs> no <laughs> I'm not saying anything inappropriate only about a matter of time
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Is, is trails- fucking
0: Sydney Poitier in that film that's what I wanted to look yeah. up what the is, fuck's he doing in that is he shit? He's on the team as well. Yeah, he's the guy that wants to go to Tahiti. He ah, wants to go yeah. tour to Europe and Tahiti. Yeah. <laughs> and they like like, Tahiti's not in Europe. And he goes, and Tahiti. I want to see Europe. Fuck, we have to do a commentary track to sneakers. We really don't. We do. I want to see Europe and Tahiti. Anyway, Mass Effect. Oh, yeah, yeah. The exhaust is Mass <laughs> Effect. It felt like there was more to talk about. No, I'm, I'm really looking forward to playing it, hmm. and yeah, I've, I've read the reviews, and it doesn't. No phase doesn't, doesn't yeah. really worry me. It sounds like it will have all the things that I'm looking for in it. I, I don't know when I'll get a chance to play it, but hmm. you know, this time next year I might be about to have a third. Away I think it. it suffers a little bit from the hangover from Breath of the Wild and Horizon as well. Where people have been playing these, know, again, people have been playing these vast. Open world games. Yeah, I've not, so I don't give a shit. No, me neither. I'm, that's that's why I'm like I'm just looking forward to it. Yeah, but um, these vast open world games that the getting ten out of ten. And oh, what, what which which vast open world is that that's got ten out of ten that you're talking about? Uh, there's Zelda. Oh, no, the hang on. I brought this guy, and I was going to smack anyone in the face who mentions the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. I, by the way, if you awesome. mention the Switch, you'll get beaten with a fluorescent orange brachiosaur. <laughs> Fair enough. This and is fair enough. To be yeah, honest. Yeah. yeah. We did say we weren't going to talk about it. Yes, okay, fine. Mm. Uh, yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn's obviously getting great reviews as well, so yeah. Yeah. maybe people are just a little bit sick of we want something small and linear after those two games. Something small and linear should mm-hmm. come to you.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Up here. Nice. <laughs> Why are you staring at me? Because <laughs> I was really hoping me and Ross were going to be able to do it with me not breaking eye contact with you, and it <laughs> worked. <laughs> Cool, excellent. Oh, I've just thought of something. What? Uh, Behind the picture that you drew of us, (laughs) there's uh, a little chocolatey treat for us.
1: Yay.
0: I meant to get them out earlier. Yay. They're not hidden. They just kept rolling off. Yay. Thanks. Do you have one as well? Yes, yes I do. Okay, Kinder Eggs. We've got Kinder Eggs. Sponsored by Nestle. Justice League. Kinder oh no! Eggs. Sorry, Kinder. Kinder, yeah, yeah. Not the Nestle. F- not Nestle. Nestle. Fuck Nestle. The, um, yeah, yeah. We've got two Justice League Kinder eggs, and because I don't believe why have I got the Barbie? Because kinder I don't egg? believe in the in the genderification of toys. You've got a Barbie one. I can't help but feel that I. You dish them out. <laughs> like, yeah, you You yeah. Yeah. So chose the Barbie one. Right, get rid of your ratty bits of paper. Do we want well, to we, this? This our version of an unboxing. Well, it would be, but Kinder Eggs are clear shit these days. For a start, there's no small parts capable of choking a child, oh, which right. was the main point of them. And these little capsules open easily, mm-hmm. which again, that's a good half hour of entertainment down the drain. Not like in the old days. Well, half finally, the finally, was... it's in one fucking piece. Half you don't the... have to build it. Half the fun was putting them in your mouth, and then yes. it's pinging down the back of your throat basically, nearly killing you. I've got a okay. sort of Wonder Woman whose head does, like, an Exorcist mm-hmm. 360. Mine doesn't really... terrifying. Mine doesn't open easily. Do it, bullshit! G- <laughs> gently squeeze it. You've got to sort of massage the midsection. Just pop that little lid off. Oh, yeah. oh okay. mine's actually a... Have you got Wonder Woman as well? Wonder Woman, yeah. Mine's actually a snap, toge- snap together sort of... I'll go with my um, Captain America. I've got one of these already. You've already been snapping through the... The Justice League Kinder Eggs No Captain America Russ Captain America is an Avenger not Justice League You said Captain America Yeah I got one oh, I was not listening to you mm-hmm. Fair enough Who have you got <laughs> Barbie, Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> So I suppose who would we think would... There you go. I mean right? she's she's look, look, she, she looks like, like a superhero She's kind got, like, of, yeah. got like a mask and a cape going on for you guys yeah. That's, that's my treat from yeah. Russ thanks Russ thank you Russ I, we got Wonder yeah. Woman Wonder Woman, woman. <laughs> it's about as much that song as I know when is <laughs> that when is the Wonder Woman film out um hmm couple of months I think yeah marvel yeah. exciting yeah but, but unfortunately I think it's coming out after Guardians of the Galaxy which is yet another DC cock up because Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be all consuming I think yeah and it's going to be very, very good. Mm. Definitely. Oh, we're not talking about that. We're not. Just no, we're not. quick bit of news. Apparently, Batman's up the shitter again. Yeah, that, that movie is 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 fucked, from what I understand. So the the small rewrites they were doing on the original script are page one rewrites. So apparently, they've just chucked the script away and started again. Jesus. No one really knows what's happening. They asked Joe Manginello, or whatever his name is. Guys playing Deathstroke. Manginello. Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Yep. <laughs> Death, that's the name of the character. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry uh, it's a bad name um, they ask him um, the death, it sounds like um, the death stroke is what happens when you do the old asphyxi wank mm. and you just do that one too many that's oh. the death stroke but... I, I like death stroke and me yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> you've ponies. got to have your, uh, <laughs> your choking stroke buddy come round <laughs> yeah. cut you down Burn the delete down. the history <laughs> yeah. make it look like an accident <laughs> Anyway, yeah, they asked him if he heard anything Where's about Dwell, choke and stroke. <laughs> 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 I, mean, I thought that was just something to do with engines. <laughs> Come on Come in. in. I know my musk is quite difficult to be now. What have you been doing today? I've just been just been sweating. Oh. That sounds good. Yeah. Mass Effect Yeah That's so game. what were we talking about? Yeah. Really, really, I'm really excited to play it. This is my one. This isn't yours. That's your one. I' got dribble in it. My, that might just put mine down. So yeah, you're dribbling it. Uh, I, yeah, it's coming on Thursday. I've ordered just the normal one. Yeah. Because so I don't believe in special edition bullshit. Although I did buy the steelbook case for it because I'm also quite gullible. How much did you get it for? Can't remember. So I'm just, I'm just so flush with cash that I don't look at the price of things when I'm buying them. <laughs> Is that true no <laughs> it, it, the, the opposite is true so I don't I try not to look at the price <laughs> well, uh, I downloaded it from Tesco because it's yeah. 60 quid to download the base game I'm going go to go out to Tesco and get the book the box yeah. for like exactly. 42 quid or however much it's going to be I downloaded it for how much 60 pounds yeah mm-hmm. 60 quid for just the... Is That's that, what I paid for it. Is that the super special edition version? That's a lot of money. Yeah, I know. Is yeah. that—is that with all the DLC that it will ever that. come out with? Sucks that. No, no, it's just what I'm saying. Sucks that I paid that much I for it. do Oh, you're doing the whole... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not doing anything. I don't know what you're talking about, Tom. I what you're talking about. You nefarious motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but it means I'll get it at midnight. Oh. It's all legal. <laughs> it is all fucking legal. We don't know what we're talking about. Just like ass to mouth is legal. Yeah, you never go ass to mouth. Ooh. So you'll get it at. So at midnight, you will get the go ahead to start slowly downloading. It's, no, it's, downloaded, it's downloaded already. already. Downloads yeah. already, and then it just lets you play it from midnight. Is it patched already? I don't know. That's probably not. So you probably have to download a patch. And as it is, you know, I can play 10 hours of it before <laughs> before the game comes out anyway. so Yeah. Also, you're the sort of person who is awake and functional at midnight. It's my day off on Thursday, yeah. so yeah. What are you going to be doing? You can play Mass Effect mm-hmm. and editing these podcasts. So. yeah, of course, yeah, and editing the <clears> other <throat> podcasts, so Yes. so if I, like, if I, gentlemen, like, if, like, if, if I got it sorry, I at midnight, that. that would be zero, be zero use, yeah, I'd nice. go, oh, Mass Effect's on the Xbox, okay, bedtime. <laughs> I went to the midnight launch of Halo Reach, um, nice. and not only did I end up taking Jodie with me. <laughs> a, new, a new girlfriend at the time. I ended up standing around... That, is with, a, that like, it was going to last if you yeah, got through that. Yeah. I ended up standing in a room full of people that that made me feel cool. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. And and I, I got back to Jodie's house. And this is the thing. I was staying the night at Jodie's house. We got back to her house. And I was sitting there with my, you know, limited edition collector's box set, the, the legendary edition of Halo Reach, thinking... I could have got this tomorrow <laughs> and, and been in the same position. I could have played it tomorrow. Mm. That's the problem with midnight launches. I, I, I've i been to a couple. I did Because uh, the St Albans store would always, would always um, do midnight launches. So I would go and help them out with it. So when you yeah. say you've been to a couple, it wasn't really through choice. No, I, I didn't have to. go and help and also at the same time pick up a copy of the game. So. Mm-hmm. Modern Warfare 2 was one that springs to mind. And also because I'd ordered... Was soap, <clears or with throat> the, soap there. Did you get anything signed? The Prestige no. edition. Oh, the Prestige edition of it as well, yeah, for 180 pounds. What did you get? Night vision goggles. Have you used the night vision goggles? Spied on the cat a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> Take your shit and let it <laughs> No, There's- Night vision goggles are quite a cool thing to have until you think. I'm not in the SAS. No. <laughs> so, realistically. These are not SAS grade night vision goggles. Someone that. comes around your house and goes, Oh, what are those? And you go, Oh, those are my night vision night goggles. goggles. They're going to the think, Hmm, Midnight Creeper. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to think, He's an
1: assassin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, the only time I ever used them was because we'd, we'd put um, a, a toy mouse on the table in the kitchen. And every morning it'll be on the floor, so well, you, you needed night vision goggles to think it, maybe it was the cat. We knew it was the cat, <laughs> but we kind of wanted to see him do it. So I just sat at the bottom of the stairs watching the cat, and the cat was just looking. You go, you know my eyesight's pretty fucking good, right? <laughs> I can see you, you dickhead. Goes, Mine is too. Now <laughs> we're even. Do they work? Yeah, they're working. Night vision goggles. Oh wow. For 180 quid, I'd fucking hope they would. That is is quite a good thing to get with them. Mm. But, But I mean, you you did just buy a pair of night vision (laughs) (laughs) robots that came with a free game. And it was before DLC, probably. You know, season passes weren't a real thing at that point. Well, DLC back then, it was kind of like buy a new coat Mm. for your character. Not just. Horse armor. We're going to take one third of the game. (laughs) There we go. It's on the disc, but let's just charge you more money for it. The um, you did get season, well, you didn't get season passes. You would get extra map packs for the multiplayer, but they were they didn't have a set plan of how many were going to come out. They'd just be like, no. Here's three map packs. It's ten pounds if you want them. Your mates will all have them, so you're probably going to want them. Yeah, and well, on, on Halo Three, mm, which is the only ever the only multiplayer thing that I've ever really got into. Yeah, here, DLC now does feel. It has to be fucking premium to to feel like it's not ripping you off. I've only downloaded mm. one, and that's for Watch Dogs Two, and that was because they. Are you trying to excuse it? Yeah, the highlight was Catch the Zodiac Killer. And I'm like, yeah, I'm in. Let's do that. Mm. Yeah, very it good. It. But stuff like um, like the Ballad of Gay Tony and mm. the Lost of the Damned, they were basically new games. Yeah, whole set games. in the same universe, basically, yeah. and they were well worth the ten quid or whatever was they cost. I yeah. fucking wish that they would do. Because I, I don't enjoy the multiplayer of GTA Five, And it's now got to the point where you can't just go in and have some casual fun. Because everyone is like a superhero, mafia, boss, millionaire. Yeah. There. I bought an apartment in it. Because they gave you... If you bought, bought it on 360, and then again on Xbox One, they gave you a tonne of extra cash. Yes, yeah, so you didn't actually... You didn't. Well, I I mean, I've, I've, I've played probably about two hours of, of online. Yeah, but I bought an apartment in it. I mean, I... I, I Played it for a while. It's quite like the races are quite good fun, but I just can't bother with them. Anymore. But I would adore a full-on single-player DLC expansion yeah. for GTA Five. I fucking love that, and it's been years. I think both of the expansions for GTA Four were out by this time. The problem is, it is always num in the top five of sales rankings. Um, And it's been out since 2013, 2014. And and GTA Online makes an insane amount of money. So they are not going to pull any resource off of that to developing a single-player proposition. No, exactly. So it's not going to happen. No. While they're still just bringing bucket loads of cash in through the microtransactions that people make on GTA Online. Very true. But it goes to show that what they've done is what... Say Ubisoft or Activision would split into three games, essentially, or one game and then two sets of DLC. Now play it from Michael's angle. Now play it from Trevor's angle. Yeah, Yeah. and then Rockstar just gave you this game that they've been working on for years. But getting back to Mass Effect, the Mass Effect DLCs have pretty much been fairly good. It was quite on the on Mass Effect Two. They lent a bit into the microtransactions, and every time we turned the game on it would wait five minutes loading up this news feed that you couldn't skip and then yeah, the just goes, buy a new gun yeah, yeah, yeah. buy a new set of armour buy a new type of yeah. ammunition but the actual storyline DLC was generally pretty the story good stuff wasn't Overlord it, yeah. is probably one of my favourite stories which was that the, the Shadow Master one as well was that one that's, that's a layer of shadow that's really good that brings Liara into Mass yes. Effect 2 doesn't mm. it and you can sort of continue the romance a little bit with her it's like how and the, the, the Shadow Broker is a really cool yeah. AI so Yarg, as well, yeah, and he's not the original Shadow. He ate the original he Shadow ate Broker. The, he was a he was a curiosity that the original Shadow Broker bought, yeah, and tried to tame as a pet. And I love that the Yarg species are one of the uh, are a race that the Council um, Council planets landed on their planet with an envoy and an emissary. Who the yard promptly ate? <laughs> yeah. yeah, They're like the only species where they're just like just kill them, just, just don't, don't, just don't, don't even worry about them. Don't, don't it's don't, not worth don't it. Don't bother mate. with them. <laughs> I like, I just like things about that. I like that there's the Leviathan of something. There's a there's a ruined Reaper, yes, in orbit round a planet. That there's a there's a huge trench on one planet. That the little bit of um, bump about the planet it says is a trench that's not a natural formation. It Mm. looks like an impossibly large starship Mm. smashed into it and destroyed whatever mountain ranges were in the way. Mountain ranges were erased by whatever hits this (laughs) planet. You know, that there are... Yeah, there's, like, unknown stuff in this galaxy. Yeah. And that, that does tie into the... Because you find out that the whole life in the galaxy is a cycle it, get, mm. it evolves to a certain point and it gets destroyed and mm. you start from bacteria again yeah but it still feels quite young yeah like everyone in the grand scheme of things it feels everyone it feels quite young like they're still trying to find their feet they're still trying to figure out but because yeah, they're not like ancient civilizations mm. they are they might be in the ruins of an ancient civilization yeah. but as the reapers say that because of the mass relays and because of the citadel, Races evolve according to their design. Yeah, and mm. that had had sovereign not been well, had the proteins not reprogrammed the keepers, the uh, the plot to awaken the reapers would have worked. But the five or six hundred years that sovereign was left on his own in the Milky Way um, has allowed the humans who, at that point, probably wouldn't have maybe even been a part of the universe. Mm. And they they probably wouldn't have activated their mass relay, so the Reapers wouldn't they. they would be one of the ne- they would have probably been the next cycles. It's prey. the moon of Pluto, isn't it? Yeah, the mass relay. In, but that happens in certain certain within that happens a couple of maybe a couple of a hundred and something years before. Yeah, it's not long. Mass is it? We're, we're like the newcomers, which I think long. is well out of. I mean, the Reapers would have started their genocidal campaign five hundred years before mm. humans opened mm. the Pluto relay. Well, and that's the thing. No, it's a moon of Pluto. One of Pluto's moons, Charon. 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 Ka- oh, Charon. it? Or is it that's how you Yeah. It. it turns out is a is a ball of ice around the mass relay, and when they open it up, it instigates the the Turians declare war mm-hmm. because even though <laughs> this is the thing, they declare war because it's against the council's laws to open uncharted mass relays. Yeah, and yet. It's a it's a mass relay they didn't even know existed. Therefore, the species on the other end must be a new species, and therefore hmm. must be welcome. So the the thing is that the Chirians are the, you know of course the humans don't like Chiribuk, the the aren't they? Yeah, because they're like well they you know even if that's the law they disobeyed their own laws. Like they just started killing us for no reason. And isn't it isn't Ashley Williams' dad the one that surrenders the the he's the only human? Commander to surrender to an alien race? Isn't he he surrenders an entire planet or something? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so their whole her whole name and her whole family is kind of discredited or at least in the eyes of certain alliance personnel. Her name is discredited um in, in my terms as well because She's uh, a space racist. Space racist. Spaceist. Yeah. yeah. Space racist. Did you is she dead in yeah, your yeah. timeline? No. no. Because someone told me too she's a racist, just kill her off. Dude, yeah, but she's pretty hot. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the, the age-old problem. <laughs> the alternative was that really boring guy, Gaidenko, who, who becomes a massive pain in the ass when you see him again, as well. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't believe you're back! Like, I mean, it was been two years, and two... I hate you, Dad. I mean, Shepherd. <laughs> yeah, I hate you, Shepherd, Dad. <laughs> um, but in Mass Effect Three, Ashley's. um wearing one of those like ill fitting space vests when she's at a recovering hospital and she's got pretty you know, killer abs. Mass Effect three. <laughs> Mass Effect two I spent the whole time wooing Miranda. Doing what to Miranda? Wooing. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. And like and and I I defended off the the uh in your face approach of Jack. I defended off all the other potential Jack is quite hot. Yeah she's the tattoos old. are awesome mm. but I, I was like Miranda like, the, the, my shepherds the, this this is wifey material for, for my shepherd so I uh, got so, a bone the genetically yeah, modified yeah, yeah, yeah. human so I was like all about Miranda and then Mass Effect 3 I'm like where's Miranda so I spent the whole time just like going no I will not have sex with you I'm looking for Miranda and then she turns up briefly I'm like Oh, I wish I'd had sex with the other people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I will not have sex with you, or you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to bone the sort of Aussie chick. <laughs> I can't remember who I who I uh, got along with in Mass Effect 2. Tally. 2, yeah. Tally, man. Yeah. 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 Tally man. Tally man banana. <laughs> oh, no, Tally, she's yeah. cool. Yeah, I, th- I think it was Tally, actually. She makes that comment afterwards, like when you go down to the engine room after you've done the nasty, and she says something like, um, I'm running a fever. My sinuses are blocked with something I can't even describe, but it was totally <laughs> worth it. And you're just like, that's really yeah. cute. Oh, and Yeoman Chambers, who's a freebie. Yeah, she's a freebie. You can nail her and still yeah, it doesn't affect anything know. else. Really? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, she's just like a groupie. And in in number three, the one who takes over from Yeoman Chambers, who you actually meet her in Mass Effect 3 she's in the refugee camp isn't she on the Citadel you know unless this? you mess up in Mass Effect 2 and she gets liquefied that's right you have to go yeah so you have to I always do all the character stuff before going to the collector ship and everyone getting taken away yeah Because so otherwise it's otherwise... just going it would be really useful if we had one of these little do <laughs> right now but somebody couldn't be fucked to do the loyalty <laughs> mission <laughs> Oh, man. Because you can't, like, if you. I think, watch it on, on YouTube. Just like, if you just go, as soon as that last mass opens, if mm. you just go, fuck it, I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> you just go through, you just get shot to shit, Everyone and die dies, everybody man. dies. Everybody dies. When, uh, one of those, the Oculus things comes through mm. the door. Yeah, that yeah. fight is horrendous. And just like, one by one, all yeah. of your crew get completely totaled, and then you die. And yeah. it just goes, you're a prick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the things
0: that. You to need this. <laughs> it's one of the things that Breath of the Wild is getting a lot of credit for, <laughs> which is yeah. the whole thing that you can just go straight to the end and fight Ganon. That's not new. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's getting credit for being that, for that being a thing. No, but Mass Effect Two has got Lads that. Lots of games have done that. Yeah, you can. You know, you can't actually go through the Omega Relay mm. until you have a couple of. Yeah, you do have to do some stuff. Yeah, yeah. you can go through it unprepared to the point where it's impossible to yeah, complete the yeah, yeah. game mm. but um, yeah the whole you can wander straight up to the the big boss yeah. thing is that's not new no. no 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 potentially not worthy of a 10 out of 10 <laughs> <laughs> okay there we go um, oh, sorry about that <clears throat> but, yeah yeah I know right it's, um, where were we? Anyway, could we, uh, switch back to the topic? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <please>. um, ka-ching. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, Mass Effect is going, it, well, what I've played of it's great already. And I just love being part of the universe. We've we babbled mm-hmm. on about it throughout mm-hmm. the whole episode, but the universe is so. It's Very immersive, yeah. World that they've created. Favourite moment? There's got to be a favourite moment that just when we speak, remind, It'll it. be a favourite moment of. Many, but it, you know, there must be one Mm. for me. It's like I said, it's down in the car on the way here. It's it's ending spoilers, it's ending the Quarium Geth War Mm. on that um cliff edge, Mm. yeah, on that cliff edge, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, there is something so brilliantly wonderful about that. I don't know what's happening with the lights. No, (laughs) we've just got some flickering, don't worry, it's fine. Um There's something so brilliant to that, because it can go one of two ways, but if you've played it in a certain way, wanting to end this war and being nice to Tali and stuff like that, it opens up certain um, conversations that then allows you to find a peaceful solution for the Quarians and the Geth to coexist, and Legion, um, the sort of pro-Shepherd Geth, uh, who explains to you, incidentally, that the Geth, that you fight in the first game are not the Geth. Mm. Mm. They are a subfaction of Geth who decided that yeah, the the, the Reaper Sovereign was the um, epitome of machine life and therefore must be followed. And he also reveals to you that Sovereign's name is Nazara. His mm. real name mm. is Nazara, which I think is the species he is the what is left of the Nazara species, whatever they. Are. Anyway, um, sorry, I'm just rambling on. Uh, this is this is the thing you you start down the path with Mass Effect, yeah. and you end up going on about the stuff that you love about yeah, it. Yeah, I love in Mass Effect three the refugee camps. I love that that's yes. a thing. That yeah. They get yeah. fuller and fuller, I and think. they get yeah. yeah and as the game progresses, yeah, you're right. It, it gets fuller, and fuller. I mean, just it's uh, incredible. But that, yeah, the Quarry and Geth war resolving that, being able to knit that piece. And that gets Centurion to come ambling up and suggesting building houses and things like that. You just think, "Fuck me!" Three games and finally the war is over between these two. Just in time to maybe help me win this one. Yeah, uh, it's just lovely. Love that. Love that. Shit. It's just the idea that the um, the ending isn't really the the whole of Mass Effect Three is the ending of the trilogy. Really. Yeah. The very ending shit. There's no denying that, but it's all been building up to this. I didn't know. I didn't think it was that bad. I didn't think it was the worthy of the internet rage it got. But, but I it's think, a bit anticlimactic. Yeah. But I'd like to do a whole podcast on an internet rage at some point. Oh mm-hmm. God, no. no, Okay. No. No, <laughs> no, 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 They're not worth it. Those people. <sighs> mm-hmm. God, they're just. They're, it's just you don't get it in any other. <laughs> sector of, of entertainment than the gaming industry but sadly the internet is involved in every sector of entertainment from film mm. to video games to. but, but video games for some reason video games is so much worse than, than anything else it seems so much worse but that's because we might not necessarily be as ingrained in other areas of entertainment as we are video games mm. I mean I would uh, <laughs> you can find I'm not going to go down this path no, I'm just I'm <laughs> not going to go no it does seem to be worse with video games but, I mean, they're just arseholes. Mm-hmm. That's all there is to say, really. It's... I don't know what it is. It's because video games manages to meld so much together. Yeah. It has the kind of... Um, you know, there's a lot of games that are very cinematic, so you get the people who love picking films apart. Yeah, yeah. So they pick apart the story and the presentation of games. But then there's gameplay, and there are auteurs who... Believe that they are, you know, they understand better than mm. other the mechanics behind mm. controlling games better. So you have that side of it as well. Then you've got the, the 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 sort of more nerdy how the game gets created, the engines, how it runs, the technical capabilities of computers yeah, yeah. and consoles. And then, unfortunately, you get the factioning of the consoles. You know, I'm a, I'm a Nintendo gamer. I'm a I'm a Microsoft gamer. I'm a Sony gamer. Right? You know, I want. I've got a PlayStation. I've got a this. My mum would only let me have this. You know, no. I, So therefore, I'm dogmatically loyal to it because that's the one I have. It's fanboys just... and fandom are the problem, aren't they? Think, exactly. And that and that is that does stretch further. Than video but games. even fanboys might be argued to be a thing. I think it's just fans in general. Yeah. And fanboy becomes has become this um, kind of substitute word for fanatic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, but you can be a fanatic without being an arsehole, though. Yeah, but very often, hmm. fanatics are the biggest arseholes themselves. Yeah. Because even the people who who paint themselves as um, as reasonable people, like Richard Dawkins, he's a bit of a dick. Yeah, I agree. Agree. he's amazing. he's a he's, yeah. a he's a really he's a really pernickety and um, well, patronizing asshole. He's an, he's, arsehole. Like, he's an extremist. Yeah. Basically, he's an extremist mm. atheist. Yeah. Didn't Jeremy Hardy once refer to him as a Jehovah I never saw nothing? <laughs> 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 oh, that's incredible. That's yeah, brilliant. That's absolutely incredible. But it's true, so yeah. true. Right, Mass Effect, anyway. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. that's my bad. Where were we? Well, what worlds do we want to cover with Mass Effect? Favourite moment. Favourite moment, i that's bounce right. You mentioned it, the Archangel. Like, mm. the, bit, the I didn't know the Archangel was going to be Garrus. When I played it, yeah. And when he turns up, you're like, oh, "That's badass." That's like the best entrance of a video game character. that is pretty funny. Like someone, good. someone you've dealt with in the past as well. So, and in the first game, he's kind of, he's all right. Yeah, he's kind of cool. But then the, the entrance in the second game, and as you say, and his armor's shot to shit. He's got the scar down his face, all of which he could get fixed, but he doesn't want to. He's really? just a mm. badass. And he's just known as the Archangel, I and mean, he's basically Batman, yeah. Space Batman, <laughs> and. um Who's also a bird. He's also a bird, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's quite a bold design decision for yeah. the Turians, actually. They look awesome, mm. but someone's going, right, we're going to design a really, really cool alien species, and for my reference book, I've got this chaffinch. <laughs> <laughs> and they're somehow made... They're, really, they're, they're a really awesome bit of, yeah. of character design, creature design. And they're sort of metallic, aren't they? They've got like metal... metalness kind of armour. sort of mm, mm. skin... No, but I, I don't think there's a race that I think they've done a bad job with in Mass Effect. That's the other thing I like about it. No, they're really cool. I think that, I think they are all good. I think they are. They're all with. They've all got their merits. I can't I can't think of a race where I go. Oh my god, they're so annoying. Well, there's, there's without some, them they're, being intentionally annoying, they're the, they're the They're the comedy ones. So yeah. You've got like the, the, the Hanar and the Elcor. The Elcor, yeah. Elcor, like yeah. they're they're amazing charming intonation thank you for your help there's <laughs> the adverts for the all Elcor production of Hamlet that they <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got it's Sarah incredible. a couple of Christmases ago <clears throat> from the Bioware store they do uh, talking Elcor plushies nice so it's really cool but uh, yeah and then the a- a- even, as well. even they're quite a good example of the, the depth they put into this. yes they're not just an alien species that talks funny it's explained. Like yeah. they, they don't convey emotion in the same way that other species yeah. do, so it's not in the voice. Yeah. If, if you were one, you could see it in it's sort of microscopic textural changes mm. in their skin and mm. changes in temperature. So they are just as emotive as everyone else. They just don't do it through their voices. Yeah. And that, like, that's all detail. It doesn't need to be there. I love the Hanar. I love the fact that they worship the Protheans as the people that put their... as godlike beings that put their cre- their species on the path. They call them yeah. the enkindlers. Mm. which I quite like. I like that they worship the Protheans the Even though you ter- turn pink jellyfish. Exactly. Mm. Even though it turns out when you finally meet the Prothean, the one's last surviving Prothean, you discover that actually they were while benevolent, they were also pretty uncaring a pretty uncaring race who just kind of turned any species that was willing to be subservient to them into right. a client race. Well, I think that's, again, it's like they, they weren't this amazing godlike species. They were just some people. Yeah. They weren't anything particularly incredible. Mm. They were just the dominant species in their cycle of the yeah. galactic evolution. Yeah. And they've kind of been <clears throat> deified by species that came after them. Mm. And it's, yeah, sort of a bit of a letdown mm. when yeah. you when you sort of get to see them. Yeah. I can't remember what his name is. Tim. Tim. Tim the Prothean. Tim the Prothean. Yeah. What about you? What was your one of your favourite moments? I think it, I think it might be that conversation with Sovereign mm. when you slowly realise that it's not somebody on that ship that's talking yeah. to you; that is the ship, and yeah, then the, yeah. the sort of the condescension that comes from the just the absolute insignificance with which they regard not just you or your species, but just life in oh. the galaxy. Yeah, is just beyond the they they just cannot even comprehend of giving a shit about you yeah Th- that's the first one does a very good job of making you feel small throughout mm-hmm. the whole game the fact that you're the first person to be first human to be even considered to be a specter become a specter uh the way that the council looked down on the human race for starters yeah. and you're the, you're the shining beacon so you better not fuck up because if you fuck up then they can think even less because you're the only person they've ever considered worthy to become a specter and then throughout the game, your, your status kind of rises... Throughout the trilogy, your status rises to the point where you're leading mm-hmm. the galaxy against a threat that will wipe out the universe, pretty much. You sort of put humans on the map. Yes. Because, yeah, I mean, the, your actions in the first game... I mean, I love that. The, the fact is that if you choose to save the council, they mm. go, well, you saved our lives, so yeah. I think humans probably have learned their way, but if you don't save the council, humans just take over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Humans are like, right, mm-hmm. well, we're in charge. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we killed the... Flat screen TV, threat. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to bring all of our Samsung, <laughs> Samsung 42 inches, <laughs> Just <laughs> Just like a a bar of neon bar sign on the side. GFTs. But that's from Paddies. We had so much fucking time. Paddies with the bros. Yeah. Uh, That's funny. But yeah, it's it's um it's great and and it's nothing you do in it is ultimately that significant, but it feels significant. Yeah. Every decision makes in the galaxy and all that. Yeah, no, but as in the decisions you make in that game. Yeah. It's well, not like a telltale game where you go, oh, either this person lives or this person I suppose you do actually do that in Mass Effect. You, you literally do do, 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 that, do that, that in the first, first one. Yeah. There's a lot of times in Mass Effect where you make big decisions that you know are going to have ramifications. Mm. But I do agree, there are sometimes like Conrad Werner is your fan who mm. appears in all three Mass Effect games. You encounter him on the Citadel in the first game. And how you treat him in that first game... Mm. completely dictates how he is in the second game okay. which then dictates how he is in the third game and it's a nice knock on if you encounter him because he's uh, he he worships you mm. but if you turn out to be an arsehole to him he I think he kind of he tries to engineer your downfall in the second game when he finds you about that you're alive again mm, and then yeah. in the third game he's just fallen in with the wrong crowd and it's up to you to I think you can get him out of it if you're friendly to him or hmm. have been. But then there's even just the silly little things. There's, there's the, the journalist um, that you can punch in yeah, he jiggles. Every as well. single one. You can fucking punch her in the head. And <laughs> <Like, laughs> you know, don't condone that sort of action, yeah. but it's just, I mean, being femme shep and smacking that yeah, female yeah. reporter is a very good feeling. <laughs> can you, as male shepherd, can you, you can yes. punch that yeah. porter. You can, yeah. Jesus pretty off yeah um, But um, <laughs> I'll tell you actually another moment that I really like is that conversation in Mass Effect 3 that Garrus and Shep have when they're shooting um, they're shooting something mm. they go up to the, they go up to a really high point of the Citadel and they just have a really friendly chat oh yeah, yeah, yeah shooting with their sniper rifles down I don't know what they're doing I think they've just set up some targets yeah, or something yeah. I think Garrus sets up some targets and then you guys just go and chill out and the weird Cerberus assassin from number three as well. Yeah, the dude, he's fucking awesome. He kills Thane, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's awesome. He's spoilers, so... but yeah, sorry, know. he's yeah. he's awesome. Yeah, Thane yeah. was dying anyway, wasn't he? Yeah, but Thane th- sacrificed yeah. a fucking Thane. We'll do, should we do favourite characters as well? We should yeah, do that. Quickly. We'll do that in a minute. But um, yeah, he gets in the way, doesn't he? So he yeah. just slows him down. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, i will do that for you. Thank you, man. you thanks man. <laughs> um, only dressed as a sexy lizard absolutely Just any of the moments with the club boss as well what's her face the uh, Masari club boss oh uh, yeah I know what you mean yeah but the fact that you go talk to her you're all cool you trying Aria? to do no, I, I don't know. Aria so there's something like that isn't it isn't yeah it? Something like that. Um, Arlene Arlene <laughs> <Colleen. laughs> Ali Ali yeah you go um, you, um, you go to her and you're all cool and you go we've got to do business we've got to do blah 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 <laughs> And then you can literally just go to the bar, get hammered, and then pass out. And then you wake up and you're just sitting next to her, pretty much. And she's just looking really angry at you. Because you've obviously passed out, someone's dragged you up there, or you've drunkenly wandered up there and just decided that's where you want to sit. It's great. It's just so, so the funny moments are just waking up in the toilet floor as well, because you just keep drinking as well. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> That, that actually is one of the starts to a mission in yes, number yeah, two, yeah. isn't it? Is you get drunk and you wake up out back. Yeah. And you, you, I don't know if you've been mugged or something, but. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. That's quite that's a good mission. Yeah, you, you've been drugged or something, haven't you? And you've mm. really lost all your equipment. Yeah. Mm. The Turian barman, isn't it? As well? That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah the Turian. I do love the Quarens, though. There's something about them that I always liked, right from. Because Tally's the only one you meet in the mm. first game. She's the only Quarian. Yeah, and then I think they felt kind of obliged in the second one to show that there were more. Well, she 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 grows as a character throughout the game. She starts. Adam Baldwin's one of the. He's he's the Quarian commando that you come to come to the aid of. Yes. uh, What's his name? Is that the one where you get onto that planet that's got the really strong sun? Yeah, something like it? A Vitor. Oh, I can't remember Sorry, I can't remember it was like the, yeah it's like Aquarian Commando Squad yeah you help them out yeah and yeah then you get you them. get to go to the migrant feeder. Alec Baldwin it? or Adam Baldwin Adam Baldwin the guy from Firefly What's his oh name? yes that's right yeah, yeah Adam yeah, Baldwin yeah. Yeah. is he a Baldwin brother know. no he's, he's not one of the no. No. he just happens to have no, so he so just he loves guns he's <laughs> a Baldwin third cousin yeah. but really um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, Tally's Tally's a great character because she just grows. Like when you first meet her, she's quite shy, quite yeah. retiring, and then for a character that doesn't have a face, yes. quite well developed, and you know you have a proper relationship with them. But you do yeah. see her face. You if, see it in a photo. If you bone her, you see it in a photo. Yeah, she's got like, like weird slightly it. weird nose, hasn't she? It's is it nose or is it? I thought it was like four eyebrows or something. Like it's proper like you know, Star Trek level it's the of it's just a person and they've gone there's a bit of putty. Yeah, but if you are <laughs> an alien if you don't bone her Garris bones her, doesn't he? Garrison Yeah. In my one Garris and Tally got it on. In, in um Mass Great. Effect Citadel, the um the Mass Effect three Citadel. Well, well just in 3 I don't, I don't think I've that game. is something that I really like about it. Yeah. Like, no matter no two people's games are the mm. same. So you, there's so many choices you, yeah. that you have. Different people are alive. Different people are in relationships. Your shepherd is totally different. Of course, my shepherd was wandering around with balls like this because <laughs> he decided not to sleep with anyone. He, no, thank you. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Oh, I wish I had. <laughs> he'd uh, he tried hitting on Jessica Chobot, the girl from IGN <laughs> at the time, who was the uh, who was the person that was in charge of your schedule and stuff. Yes. And, you, and you're like, yeah, yeah, and you invite her up to your room, and you're like, yeah, yeah, and then she's like, uh, have some tea, and then she's like, I had some tea, I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> shepherd running around. It <laughs> yeah, it was. Did, did she did the voice of it? Before. Oh, yeah. of um, I kind of cut. She's she's the one at the computer terminal when you get to like the big globe. I can't remember what her name is. Big, isn't big globe bit. Globe <laughs> bit. The bit where you're deciding where you're going to go. But it's Jessica Chobot in it, from right. C I C, isn't it? Something like Look, that. Yeah. Is, she, is she Kelly Chambers? So no, 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 in number three, there's a new one, isn't it? Yeah, she's got the electric yeah. toothbrush. Oh, so lame. you know she's yeah. got the electric toothbrush. She gets really upset when in Mass Effect Citadel when she's like almost a central character because she th- because um, there's a Shepard doppelganger mm. that um, tries to steal the Normandy. Oh, she's yeah. really upset because she, her really expensive electric toothbrush almost got stolen. <laughs> <laughs> Diana Allers is her name in oh yeah and she's yeah. the brunette isn't she she's yeah. the sort of dorky English one yeah well she looks like Jessica Chobot she's hot man you have a naked um, hot tub with her no you don't <laughs> well I did what <laughs> as Femcher the fuck? Honestly, you, I? You're just not very good at romance in games I'm like. not, no, apparently not. I'm fine with that. Dude, yeah, I'm just me. through the Mass Effect game just hoovering up the so snatch. Man. He's there with his books. I'm there going, I'm there looking through a window and you're there just going, tear in my eye. I'm just staring straight at yeah. you. Miranda and Miranda just... <laughs> she's seen me she don't care we're all we're all better though than the people that modded the game to allow female characters to bone that aren't meant to yeah well the other thing about Andromeda is it's like full on boobies in this one apparently oh I don't like that because they're just like we're not having this moral conversation again all that happens though you think some artists sat there drawing nipples for ages. Have you finished? Have you finished with the boobs? No, <laughs> <And> they're, they're, <laughs> no, like, I mean, I'm not finished. It's been meetings. six months. So <laughs> come in. I've had to go. Oh, all right. What's next? We need to. Uh, yeah, we need to get to sign off on the nips. Actually. <laughs> and there have been like thirty disembodied nipples on a presentation board, and the lead the he's lead doing, artist like, would different, have gone like, mm, no, yeah, and then an animator. No, <laughs> it's just it's not worth it it's really not worth it those are too big surely we just (laughs) need erect and 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 not erect just um, but can you imagine if they included that do you remember when we saw all those uh, videos of like here at BioWare, we're making sure that we give you the best game. This is it, like a t- boob, t- just bouncing up and down, <laughs> <laughs> up and down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, two guys <laughs> standing around <laughs> shaking hands, like you're yeah. really happy. This Job is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like yeah. a landscape and a boob, we and just. We start from this, and the rest of the game just sort of comes. <laughs> Get the tits right, it. everything else flows from the tits. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it goes a bit sort of, you know, dead or alive beach volleyball when you're. I, I always describe it as the biggest problem with it is it always looks really awkward but you described it best as like almost like two hard objects just kind of pounding into well, each other That's what time. it is The physics yeah. engines of games yeah. not, they don't do soft body physics mm. very well at all so it's literally like taking a Barbie and a Kendall and going <laughs> exactly yeah It's <laughs> not terribly romantic that no. was quite forceful it yeah, was I there, there was wind by hair was like That's so I gave me. you the barbie I just can't be trusted in those things <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah. But yeah sex scenes in games yeah it's just, just I'm not, I'm, not like, I'm fine with it I'm not squeamish about it just no it's just, just yeah. they just always look really funny yeah even like um, beds in games yeah, I like these solid slabs that yeah, everyone yeah. lies on, fully clothed, on top of the bed. <laughs> yeah. because the the sort of the requirements of a game engine to do something like pulling back a duvet, getting under it, and then putting it back over the character is way beyond what physics engines and games are capable of. And what they'd be willing to spend time doing, yeah. for for a crappy cutscene. Yeah. In GTA V, when you sit down on your sofa, the sofa cushions slightly. Bend. Yeah. That's about as good as it gets. Sort yeah, of that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not. It'll only get better. Mm. not reason our fantasy decks. <laughs> <laughs> what did we? What was it? It was, it was the fantasy. Fantasy deck which was the holiday, basically. Yeah, basically. yeah, the sex box. Sex box. Yeah. <laughs> All it true. would be. True. Yeah. Right, if, we should bring this thing to a close. Just, just quickly, then. It is quite long. Favorite well, It past is also better. the podcast. Almost launched, quite late. Favourite Mass Effect character? I think probably Garrus. Garrus. i probably have to say Garrus. Thane is my favourite character. Thane, Thane would be my favourite character yeah. if he was in it more. He's just fucking awesome. Because he's, he's only in... <clears throat> is he only in two? They all bleed into one for me. He's, yeah. he's only a uh, part of the throat in two. Yeah. But you encounter him in three. Yeah. Garrus, is, Garrus is a part of the story. Whether mm-hmm. he's a friend lover or whatever. He is a... He's one of the... The bits of dental floss that runs yeah. all the. Way isn't Garrus the first person you team up with? Uh, uh, yeah. Because yeah, they, they assign him to you, don't they? Yeah, I you see? bump into him on the. Aside from Ashley Williams. Williams. Mm. Yeah, but she's with you already, isn't she? No, know, you she's on the Prime. But she kind of has to because she's, yeah. you know, it's... you outrank mm. her. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's the first mission, it's Ashley, Caden, and you, isn't it? Yeah, no. So. First mission is you, Caden, and some yeah. other dude. Who oh, who dies? Red shirt, curse red shirt, Yeah, yes. And yeah. you encounter uh, Ashley Williams is stationed on Eden Prime She's like a scientist there or something. Like no, that, she's, no a, she's, she's a she's a, a soldier. So she's a soldier there. So she um, she's, she's doing do, do, do the dishes. Not So she's a scientist, right? Yeah. She, she's secretary, <laughs> she, secretary she, yes. She's nurse, nurse, nurse. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, letters. Yeah, you encounter her being chased by two geth. Yeah, mm. um, and she's barely holding her own but she's obviously had a bit of a correct me if I'm wrong, she does have white with pink armour though doesn't it's she? White, it's red, white with red, but red, yes. red. But yes. god I'm a horrible human being <laughs> but if you mix white paint with red paint you there you go, I'm right, so fuck you internet <laughs> sorry, yes
1: <clears>
0: Ross <throat> and I may be forward facing Fucking but Dan is not dishes never got done, that was the sad <laughs> thing about it Okay. They must yeah. not need to... Uh, they must have dishwashers. I'm sure, I'm shit. joking. And um, Ashley Williams becomes a very valuable member of your team there's a horrific racist. So, Although she does, be- in the third game, becomes a spectre who takes an awful lot of convincing that someone who is quite obviously evil and working for Cerberus is evil and working for Cerberus. <laughs> <laughs> she's not... Well, she's dead in my one, so... Oh yeah, yeah true. True. I say Caden, who just whinged the whole time about how I saved him and he just should have saved Ashley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you say that one more yeah. time, mate, I'm going to load up the save from version one. Right, that is going to be what happened. Yeah. Oh no, racist! Oh, I'll go back to Caden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caden. Yes. oh racist. Oh. Yeah. Poetry-loving racist. Right, let's wrap this yeah. finish. Yeah, then we did have one uh, comment about Mass Effect. So, just quickly, I'll read that out and then we'll. Wrap up and head off. All right. As you log into Twitter, because mm-hmm. we're prepared. I'm we twittering. Have... I'm twittering. I'm doing. Is the this Twitter? just something going? is quite good. Uh, having used my ten this is Paul Edge at Edge Paul. Having used my ten hour trial and a frenzy that results in a cataclysmic wank over what was going on. I'm engrossed to Mass Effect Andromeda. Nice. Uh, MEU is beautifully designed and built, and while well Andromeda isn't perfect, I'm hooked on it. If the end is shit, I'll see, I'll see past that too. They ca- there can't be a shit. They must have. It, they must have had a meeting and gone, guys. I think. I think the ending went really well. Actually, should we it's- just do exactly the same thing for the next one? <laughs> no. It's not going to. There, there must be a satisfying ending to this. I would hope so. Yeah, and if. Um, on a different subject from Mass Effects, whilst you log logged onto your Xbox, pick up The Bunker. Oh, up. yes, mm-hmm. The Bunker. We're going to be having one of the uh, creators on very soon. Probably on our laps. Yeah. <laughs> if, 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 but yeah. <laughs> you might need to find some alternative accommodation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is small. But yeah, Play The Bunker and Thomas Alone's really cheap as well now. Oh, well. very good game. So play both those Excellent games. Download them. When you're not playing, thinking well, however long Mass Effect's going to take, which is probably 40, 50 hours. Between Four. Skyrim and Mass Effect, I mean, I'm not going to buy another game until about 2032. You yeah, uh, have The Witcher 3 to get through as well. Nah, I can't be bothered, it's just, mm. just too big. Too big. Yeah. That's what she said. Certainly and with certainly is. Um, we're going to go now. Bye. Bye. Wait, wait, uh, wait, wait. Yeah, do the thing. Yeah, okay. Uh, Twitter <laughs> is at T... Twitter is at 2MTOH, Facebook's facebook.com forward slash T-M-T-O-H. Consistency <laughs> all the way through our brand. <laughs> <laughs> that's not my fault. <laughs> we can change it. Oh, yeah, that's a really good idea, isn't it? It's taken us all this time to get all those Twitter followers, and now we're going to change it. <laughs> we're them. up to 200 followers. No one will notice. So you know. can't, you've done Twitter, yeah. Facebook. Which is t m t o h no, it's not. Just TMTOH. Right. right. Yeah. Twitter. Oh, fuck you, I'm going to do at- this. <laughs> at TMTOH is Twitter. Facebook is facebook.com it's forward slash TMTOH. We've got a, w- a website, a w- a website which is uh, TMTOH.com. And you can email us. Talk to us at TMTOH.com. Did you Ooh. go on the inbox? Huh? Did you go on the inbox? <laughs> do you know how to get into it? Maybe. I don't know. We'll work out work it out we'll, we'll, I will check it this week though just for you
1: Right.
0: great with that we're going to go then so thanks for listening and watching and we'll be back next week. property news next week yay yay goodbye bye bye